she couldn't bear it and had hugged him but we'll be all right won't we daddy darling i mean we have money in the bank and property and there are the jewels my mother left me if need be i can sell those the thought of her mother who'd died in the first wave of the flu epidemic when julia was 18 saddened her i don't think i could tolerate being poor especially when i remember mrs brewster who has a husband who was gassed in the trenches to look after as well as two children. She looks so old and worn out, though she's not much older than me. Yes, she does. But she's a good woman who never complains about her lot in life. I'll say that for her. I could look for work too. Perhaps I could train to be a secretary or a nurse, so you wouldn't have to pay me an allowance. That would help, wouldn't it? Her father had smiled at that. My darling girl... I need you to run my household. Besides, you practically faint at the sight of blood, so what sort of a nurse would you make? Not a very good one, I imagine. I could learn to use one of those typewriting machines I expect, though. My spelling's good, and it doesn't look too hard. All you have to do is press the key with a letter on it, like playing the piano. Of course you can learn how to use one, dear. A girl should always have a skill to fall back on. I'll buy you a typewriter and you can enroll on a course. However, we're better off than most people, and things will improve before too long, so I don't think you need to sacrifice your allowance. Oh, good, she said with some relief, because she'd heard that wages for women were low. The typewriter had arrived in due course, along with a box of ribbons. Her hands had got covered in ink putting the ribbon in position, but then she'd been too busy to try it and had put the machine in a cupboard, telling herself that she'd start the course. Her intentions had come to naught, though. When the time came, the course had been full and the woman in charge of it had gazed with disapproval at her for some reason. It's not a hobby. The course is designed for girls and widows who need to support themselves and who are training for a career. There's a waiting list. You may register and I'll notify you when or if there's a vacancy. She gazed at the application form. You've never worked, it says here. Well, not for money, of course. I'm good at organising, though. Everyone says so. I've sat on committees, helped to arrange dinners and balls to raise money for various charities, and I run the house for my father. The woman had looked so stern that Julia felt guilty and had shelved the idea of becoming a typist for the time being. When notification of a place on the course had arrived, the timing turned out to be inconvenient and she couldn't take advantage of it, for she'd have had to cancel several long-standing engagements. Right now, though, she hoped sales of the Rosie doll would pick up. Julia had designed the fashions for the paper doll's coming of age, Rosie would go through the final year of production in tubular dresses with real beads, a coat with fur collars and muffs to match, and the latest cloche hats. To finish her wardrobe off was a beautiful calf-length wedding gown made of paper lace. It had a sweet little veil of real chiffon attached to a beaded band that fitted around her forehead. Julia gazed at her father and smiled. Rosie's a bride without a groom, We shall have to design a hero husband for her, a returned soldier, perhaps. Benjamin Howard shrugged at the thought. I'm in no hurry for you to wed, my dear. 
Besides, people want to forget the war. I had high hopes for you and Dickie Henderson. He was a fine lad with prospects. Damn shame, really. What an appalling loss of life the war was. Poor Dickie. They never found his body. She shuddered at the thought that he might be ground into the Flanders mud. Her late fiancé seemed remote from her now, unless she wore the diamond ring he'd given her. She avoided thinking about him if she could. As Dickie would have said, Life goes on, old thing. It's no good moping. Dickie was such a good sport, and such fun to be with. And the same with Nigel Deverson and Willie Carpenter, though I never thought Willie would be a hero, not with his stammer. He was awfully shy, you know. Only around you. I think the fellow was in love with you. She laughed.